أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم بمددكم النزلك سيدي رسول الكريم يا حبيب العظيم مدد يا سيدي يا سلطان الأولي مشيخ عبد الفايز الدرستاني مدد سيدي يا سلطان الأولي مشيخ محمد نازم عاد الحقاني مدد يا سلطان قلوبنا مولانا الشيخ هشام الخباني مدد الحق لحجة الله والمقدس انزلها لنا وإشهرنا وفيدنا بمدد Always a reminder for myself on these holy nights and holy days that we entered into Muharram and the way of Shams al-Arafeen, the Gnostic realities of the sun, of the religion, the star of all religions, the star of all the Prophets, the star of all the Imam Sayyidina Muhammad a shining star, a bright star, the star of the center of this entire universe and the way that he guided his holy companions his Ahlul Bayt and his only Allah, they're all under his command, under the feet of Sayyidina Muhammad There are 12 months and 12 hijabs and realities that are moving towards the Divine the Presence. The first of which is Baba Tawbah, they move from the power of nine. As common people are moving from Surah Fatiha, they did from Surah Fatiha to Surah Al-Yusuf when Allah raises the servant then makes them to enter through Baba Tawbah and Awliyaullah. They move from the ninth surah. So for those who don't know, now you know. I won't say what song that's from. It's Baba Tawbah, means they, they have a journey, they're, they're going places, they're taking the, the souls of their students and they're following their shaykhs on a journey. So every Muharram, Nuharram, Imam Ali Salam, Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, the two great Siddiqs that opening this gate, no Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem on Surah Tawbah means enter in to be sacrificed, Bismillah Allahu Akbar. Later in the third month of the lunar month Allah may dress the servant with the reality of Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem in Surah An-Nam in the ant, the 27th surah, Inna huwa Suleiman wa inna huwa Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem. On the third of the nine Allah will reopen the reality of Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem. But the first, the gate of tawbah is to be sacrificed and the bad character to be sacrificed. And Allah sent every type of test, every type of irritation, every type of aggravation. And there are 40 grand shaykhs in an observation room. What was the movie with Jim Carrey that he was living in a bubble? The Truman Show. I recommend everybody watch The Truman Show. If there's any bad naughty scenes then leave those alone. But the Truman Show was showing, you know, he, he thought he had a whole life on his own and the whole world was watching him on TV. Just for understand why Allah wanted something like that to be known. Because we think our life 
is uh, nobody knows what we're doing, nobody's testing me, I'm not accountable for what I say when I'm dealing with the shaykh or how I interact with the shaykh. But the shaykh is just a vehicle from your Lord and your Creator if that's who you worship, is a vehicle from your Prophet if that's whom you love. If you don't love then you can tune out and you do whatever the heck you want and grab your key to Jahannam. But the key to paradise and the key to realities they're teaching for us, you're in observation. Twenty-four hours a day you're on a television that's broadcasting in heaven. Everything you do, everything you think, every, every action that you do, the angels are your recorders, your eyes are your recorders, the jinn all around you are recorders. All the pious souls that Allah gave their soul the ability to witness are recording. So then that Truman Show shows, oh my, my life is on TV, I just don't know who's on the other side of that TV box. But they know, they come into your life and say, you're under observation. You know two, three words and you flip your faith and begin to jabber and yell and scream and say all sorts of uh, crazy things. It doesn't take you but two words to flip you. Then shows how low the level of faith, how low the level of understanding and this way is unbelievably difficult and it may not be meant for everyone. If, if they're not prepared to be tested and they're not prepared to be squeezed and nothing come from their mouth, nothing come from their fingers, nothing come from their character in the squeezing. So then the reminder of this way in 9th surah, 40th verse where Sayyidina Muhammad is describing the cave, that he entered into the cave with Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq and that the Quraysh were coming to kill and Prophet was confirming that Allah is with us. And from that 9 ayat 40 they're entering into that cave. And this is the real Ashab al-Kahf. Prophet is the real of all the imitated stories. As there was a, a lion with the seven sleepers, that lion of Allah Sayyidina Ali and the seven eternal attributes that lie within this cave within the heart of Prophet and at every time there are awliyaullah that are carrying these seven essences for all of humanity. They are the holy face when Allah describes everything will perish but the holy face. They carry that, they carry the seven openings and seven essences of that face means that when they enter into the heart the real cave of Allah is the heart of Prophet when they enter into that cave they're looking to that holy face means these seven souls are conveying these essences upon their reality. And Allah describes in Ashab al-Kaf and the people of the cave how they are a complete taslim, they move left, they move right. Based on the sun, the sun shines they move away a certain way. The sun shines, they move another way, means they take all their guidance from Shams al-Arafeen 
Shams al-Nubuwa, everything and every sharat from Sayyidina Muhammad So they're asking and teaching for us, come to be from Ashab al-Kahf, that the Ashab al-Kahf they're going to dress us, the real Ashab al-Kahf of Prophet dress us, bless us, but it's not easy. Then Surat al-Kahf comes and describes what type of character they want, they want us to understand that you're dirty, your understanding is dirty, your characteristics are dirty, you're najas, so you're like a dog. So the example Allah gives to the dog, that you can't come thinking, I'm, I'm a great one, I'm, I'm the best one, I'm a spiritual one, say, no Ya Rabbi, I'm nothing, what's the hope for me? And Allah just says, see dogs, they're najas and they're dirty. But a dog was able to enter into these realities and then they describe the character of the dog because we have to always remind ourselves and me first when the testing it never ends. There's never a time where you say, okay now I'm, I'm the dog that can speak and they throw more stones at you. And they describe that this dog was inspired to accompany because the characteristic of a dog is very loyal. They said, then every dirty person can reach to this reality. And not only for the super pious, Allah just said, no, the dog that najas, that you can't even pray once you touch a dog. That had been given a tremendous honour. But what the character of that dog was that you follow, and I'm inspired to follow you for whatever Allah wants you to achieve, I'm coming to follow you. I have a purpose, I have a reality, Allah may want me to assist you, to help you, to guard your cave, to show love, to, to, to be of support. And Allah gave the example of the dog because the dog is very loyal, be loyal. And then the sleepers were inspired, means Allah then inspire these rijalullah through rocks at the dog. Throw rocks at the dog, so it means every moment of our life, there's no excuse, there's no, but you said this, we did like this, it, this person meant this, this one did that. At every moment Allah wants to show this person is not worthy of entering that cave, that these characteristics are not of that reality. And they throw rocks in our life and throw rocks in our life and the character that Allah wanted was the character of that dog where they threw so many rocks at the dog until Allah gave the dog a tongue and the tongue, the dog rised and said, no matter how much you throw of stones, I will not stop coming. Means I'm not going to bark at you, I'm not going to try to bite you because you know you throw a stone, you throw something that's not comfortable to someone. They bark and bark and attack and out of your fear you have to make that attack dog to be passive, throw some meat, do things just to make the dog to be silent because it's trying to attack you. That's not the character of a saintly person where you have to throw meat out to the dog so that not to be eaten by it. But the character they want is that testing come, testing come, testing come and that dog stayed quiet. Fierce too, was huge. Imagine it like a lion of Allah because Allah later describes this dog was fierce, 
had tremendous haybah but did not use its fierceness against those whom Allah loved and threw rocks and rocks and never opened its mouth. Always was with a smiling and good character that Prophet comes to complete in our life. Keep the best of character no matter you're on a broken path, broken road, continuously smiling, exhibiting the best of character, whatever rocks are being thrown, whatever rocks being thrown, keep consistent. And awliyaullah come into your lives and begin to teach even at higher levels. No matter what you think you accomplished, whatever you think you reached of darajats, they will insult you. They will openly tell their students that, we don't know who that person is anymore, that that person is not with us anymore. They will throw him out of the association. Mulan Shah Naqshaban came to the door of his shaykh and his door was shut on him. And that's not a, a one minute thing, that's a lifelong If For Mulan Shah Naqshaban it took a day. For everyone else it's a thousand years in that state. That a shaykh threw him out, insulted him in front of everyone and he understood that, I'm going to stay at that door. No matter what the shaykh says, whatever he's telling people, I'm there. And what they want of that reality because the students don't know, the students haven't reached anything. So they think, oh this person been thrown out, this person, they spread rumors that he does magic, he does this, he does that. Every type of insanity they spread for their own benefit but the testing that Allah want is that, did you do it for people, what you do? Or you did it for Prophet you did it for Divinely Love, the love of Sayyidina Muhammad if you did it for them, they recognize what you're doing. You keep the best of character, stay quiet. You don't use your haybah to attack an Ashab al-Kaf. You don't use anything that Allah gave to you to attack is Nur Muhammad Just stay quiet. Let everything be crushed around you. Whatever Buddha you became, they want to bring it down. Whatever people think of you, it will be brought down. Whatever they… whatever you can imagine, it won't stop. And then Allah put into your heart that if you're doing it for us and doing for love of Sayyidina Muhammad that all that matters for you. People don't worry about. So it means this test, it increases and increases. If you can't pass door one, imagine what the higher doors. Where you think you've done something in life and anyone who comes and sit with them they say, this one we don't like him anymore, this one we have nothing to do with him anymore, this one we threw him out of our associations. And Mawlana Shah Naqshaban then inspires within your heart, keep your feet, keep your head at their threshold, don't move, don't move, don't open your mouth. Unimaginable testing, unimaginable sacrifice, unimaginable heartbreak, that continuous heartbreak. And that all you see of this dunya is heartbreak and you're doing it all for the love of Allah and love of Sayyidina Muhammad That's why I say everywhere is Karbala. You step into one city and everybody is 
in Karbala there, all of them are Yazids and they think they love Prophet too. You're talking about people who, who lived in a life in which they may have seen the Sahabi Kiram. Maybe some of the older ones lived to see Prophet at that time. They saw and they saw the companions and they slaughtered the family. It's unimaginable how that can happen. To see that Nur Muhammad we're not talking about you know thousands of generations later, talking about right there fresh like fruit was still fresh. And you think for the rest of us Yazid has any mercy on us? No, thousand layers of disguise are upon a person and they can't see the light of Ahlul Bayt and they can't see the light of Prophet and anyone and Allah say, everywhere you step is Karbala. Every Yazid will begin to come out of the woodwork. Every Yazid that has a, has a hatred for Prophet Allah, has a hatred for Ahlul Bayt, has a hatred for why are you different than I'm? My life I'm doing and Allah never recognized me, why Allah recognizing you? Because this was their fight with Prophet We're serving water here all generations, what made you to be special? You know they, they were the caretakers of the, the idols. So Allah telling, every way you step is Karbala. If you truly love Prophet and that love fills your heart and fills your being, everywhere is Karbala and every day is an Ashura and their companions of these shaykhs they know because they keep coming back say, Shaykh why did they attack us? Why did they throw us out like that? We only came with goodness, we came with khair, we came with, with, with the love and that's the way, this is the inheritance. This is the day where our grand shaykhs and our grandfathers remind within our heart, you carry my way everywhere you step is Karbala. And everywhere is an Ashura because they are attacking Ahlul Bayt at every level and every location and even the ones who think they love Ahlul Bayt, they're fiercely putting daggers into them to break their heart, to, to, to destroy them, to bring them down. And what Allah wanted? If you really love them be like that dog, don't say a word. The people be astonished that these things, so many bad things about you, you don't say anything, say, no, just quiet. Because you do what you do out of love for Allah and love for Sayyidina Muhammad May Allah give us more and more love on these days, more and more muhabbah, more and more understanding. Is this way is based on loyalty, this way is based on silence, this way is if you can't control your mouth that put a rock in your mouth for seven years Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq is teaching with immense realities that I silence my mouth not because anything bad was going to come from a Siddiq al-Mutlaq but what Allah going to dress. But for us we put the rock to silence the bad and in and, and those days the rock meant from talking but now people with their fingers can text you and email you all sorts of insanity. Better you put your fingers under a rock because you can't, <laughs> what do you do? You put them under a rock or put them to a hot pan and punish them every time they type something bad. No, don't do that because then everybody's going to come with burnt fingers. <laughs> I saw that in the Kung Fu, oh young master, oh, there's a hot, hot pan, you know the big tub 
And at the end for his graduation he had to lift it and show that he could contain. But I've seen Silat masters, they put their hand into hot oil and until they can reach Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. So we will introduce that next year inshaAllah. <laughs> Samosa with your fingers. <laughs> not I, not nobody will pass. <laughs> so, alhamdulillah. Maybe we use some cold water first, we can make jello. <laughs> Subhana rabbika rabbal izzat amma yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa hurmati Muhammadin Mustafa wa basiri Surat al-Fatiha.